Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,239. I'm celebrating Women's History Month this March by having 21 inspiring automotive enthusiasts who are women here on Cars Yeah. These are the movers and shakers who work in the automotive industry, and today I talk with the Queen of Speed. Believe in yourself and live your dreams. Go out there and just do it. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hey, this is Mark Green. Join me at the Classic Auto Show in Costa Mesa, California, this March 16th and 17th at the Orange County Fair and Events Center. I'll be the celebrity stage MC conducting live interviews with past Cars Yeah guests, including Adam Carolla, the Grand Marshal, Dave Kindig from Bitchin' Rides, Wayne Carini from Chasing Classic Cars, Mark Warman from Graveyard Cars, Mike Finnegan from Roadkill, Bogey from All Girls Garage, Big Mike, Import Tuner and Builder, and Lynn St. James, an iconic race car driver. I hope I'll see you at the Classic Auto Show. For more information, go to theclassicautoshow.com. That's theclassicautoshow.com. Hello, automotive and motorcycle enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, calling in from Paradise Valley, Arizona, Valerie Thompson. Valerie, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Or should I say, do you have your helmet on and gloves and boots? Well, I wish I had my gloves and boots on, and I wish I was going over 300 miles per hour right now, but I'm not. But I'm buckled <laughs> in. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'll do my best to uh, to make it fast and fun here. Valerie Thompson is the team owner and driver at Valerie Thompson Racing. She is the first female motorcycle rider to go over 300, yes, 300 miles per hour, earning her the title of the world's fastest female motorcycle racer. She posted her best top speed of 328 miles per hour in 2018 at the DLRA Speed Week competition in Southern Australia, piloting Dennis Manning's Team Number 7 Racing Streamliner. Valerie is an eight-time lay-in speed record holder with membership in seven different 200-mile-per-hour clubs, one 300-mile-per-hour club, and she's a lifetime member of the famed Bonneville 200-mile-per-hour club. She was inducted into the Sturgis Motorcycle Hall of Fame in 2018, Valerie's current quest is to become the world's fastest motorcycle racer, is subject of a P-51 Pictures and MN8 Films upcoming featured documentary, Rockets and Titans. Her many racing accomplishments have earned Valerie the moniker, America's Queen of Speed. And a shout out to uh, Past Cars Yeah Guest for introducing to me to Valerie, a very fast racer in her own rights, the great Lynn St. James. So, Valerie, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little more about your career and a very obvious passion for riding bikes really fast? Uh-oh. <laughs> well, my journey has become a way of my life, and the way of my life has become my lifestyle. And my lifestyle is now going over 300 miles per hour, and nothing's going to slow us down, even though we uh, crashed at 363 miles per hour while we were in Australia after we set the record of 328 miles per hour. But we are rebuilding our uh, equipment, our race bike, and we're going to go back out there and uh, try to uh, attempt the land speed record, which is 376 miles per hour. Holy cow. I, 
Is that her mouth for uh, what? <laughs> I'm trying to wrap, I'm trying to wrap my head around some of this, but crashing at 360 plus miles an hour is where you kind of got me. I, I can't even begin to imagine, but we're going to learn a lot more about you and this incredible fast journey through life that you're taking as we uh, start our conversation here. But I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra. This is a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on cars. Yeah. So Valerie, grab the handlebars. Well, you know, I say the best uh, courage anyone can have is it's really courage. You know, the, the best form of courage is, you know, to believe in yourself and Live your dreams, go out there and just do it. Right. Well, obviously, there's a lot more than just being brave and having courage to getting on a bike and going the speeds that you're going. But is that kind of the first step to tell yourself, okay, I can do this? And then, of course, the equipment's got to be right. The situation's got to be right. I mean, you obviously have a team around you that helps you do the things that you do. But you really feel that is, is courage, is that the first step to tell yourself, I can do this? Well, in my case, I have worked my way into the speed. Um, I've been, you know, I set a land speed record, which was my first with Keith Ball at Bikernet.com. His bike, I went 143 miles per hour. So I've really come a, a long way to even yes. get the courage to go over and saying, I want to go this fast. Yeah. All along, uh, I've been telling my husband that I would retire when I go 200. If we could just go 200, I'll retire. Well, then I went to 300. And now I tell them, if we go, if I go 400, I'll retire. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a trend a here. Of, I, it takes a lot of courage just to tell your husband what you want to do. <laughs> well, I can only imagine him rolling his eyes going, okay, where is this going? It's just going to keep getting faster and faster and faster. You know, my next question here ties into a story that instigated this passion you have for motorcycles and going fast. I mean, if you look back in time, do you know or can you remember a pivotal moment when you said, you know what, I'm going to ride bikes during my life and I'm going to ride them really fast? Yeah, it was when somebody told me, a friend of mine, that I was racing out of control. I was riding my bike out of control to take it to the race bike. And that's what started my whole entire career. Ah, uh, so this that started. Was a typical now, moment. <laughs> yeah, well, how how old were you back then? I was in my late thirties, so you know what? I'm, I'm fifty one <laughs> oh right gosh. now, and I'm still doing it. I'm just getting. I'm like a fine wine. I'm just the, the older I am, I keep getting big, better. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, first and foremost, I didn't know that's the age you were. Now this puts a whole other dynamic on things oh, because. No. You know, you think of high-speed racing as a young person's, young man, young woman sport, something that young people do, they're daring, and it's that time of their life. But, oh my gosh, lady, you're incredible. <laughs> I mean, you just blew my socks off when you rode by me at 300 miles an hour. <laughs> That's for sure. This is absolutely incredible. Are, are you the eldest woman riding a bike this fast? Well, I mean, we've got Gloria. She's, you know, in her 80s, 90s, she's you know, riding her motorcycle, and, but I'm mean, not saying she's not a racer, but you know, she still rides, I believe. Yeah. But I'll say maybe racer as a female wise, that is going for 300 miles per hour. I'll say, yeah, <laughs> confidently. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Oh my gosh. Well, my level of respect for you was already extremely high, but it just moved up a few notches. That's for sure. I'm just going, oh my goodness, Valerie, you are amazing. Well, 
Let's take a look at your life a little bit here and talk about a big challenge or a big failure. You've chosen to achieve some levels of speed that are just mind-boggling to the normal person like myself. Obviously, throughout this journey of a quest for speed, 100, 200, 300, now 400, uh, you've met up with some challenges, maybe a failure. You talked about a big crash. Walk us through one of those experiences and tell us, more importantly than what it ha- what happened to you at the time, but what it taught you so that you could learn more and go faster the next time. The last uh, time I was racing was in Australia, which was in March of 2018. When I went 328 miles per hour, I was only in third gear, running only three cylinders. My uh, cockpit top door came in last, and my uh, computer system was flashing. My shift light fell down, so I really technically wasn't aware of what gear I am in. And I have only have four gears. So when I went 328 miles per hour, I got out of the bike, and I went right down to the ground, and I said, thank God I'm alive. Thank God I just pulled through that. That was one of my scariest moments. And when I learned from all that, we were very prepared. We were ready, and we were waiting for the wind to die down because we don't race that motorcycle more than three miles per hour of wind in any direction. So it's very difficult for us to even go out there. We have to just have to be patient for the wind with Mother Nature. And I walked away from that, and I said, I can do this. I can go through this. We went back, and we fixed everything that we needed to, and and then that's when the crash happened. We went right back out there, and we haven't been able to recover. <laughs> I wasn't able to recover my crash, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. What what happened? What Do you know what caused that crash? Yes. It was, we had a gust of wind and the team has gone through the motorbike with a fine comb tooth and they could not find anything wrong. They couldn't find, uh, if I would, I mean, they saw that I was going straight, straighter than an arrow. They saw that I wasn't off the throttle, on the throttle. I was full throttle. Actually, I was still full throttle when it was up in the air. <laughs> I didn't even know it. Oh my gosh. I was still on a throttle. So just a, a well at those speeds obviously there's so many factors that can create a problem but just a little bit too much wind is enough to get is it does it get under the bike or does it push it on the side or what unsettles those those tires from being on the surface Well you're you're cutting through the air like you know just like a like a piece of glass I mean it's just so it everything matters there's just not there's no room for an error in the wind yeah. in the driver in the bike Preparation. There's just no room for errors. The smallest thing that you can do, things bad things can happen. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Oh my gosh. Well, we're glad. Obviously, you're here to ride again. Uh, just incredible story. Horribly frightening, but I guess when it happens, it just happens, and all of a sudden the dust settles, and you go, "I'm still here." You, like you say, you kiss the ground and say, "Thank you for letting me do this again." Yeah. Wow. That that is frightening. Well, let's talk about your first really special bike. Um, that first bike that you rode, perhaps it was a motorcycle that you went really fast on that really has great meaning for you. And share a memory or two you have about that ride. Well, I have to say it was my, my, my first bike had to have been my very first bike that I ever rode, which was a 1999 Sportster. And unfortunately, I sold it three months later, and I wanted a bigger and a faster bike. but. That was really the startup of who Valerie was. 
I didn't know that it had the DNA to race. <laughs> I didn't know that that was, it's not in our family genes, but it's in my mother's genes, that's for sure. But that's my special bike. The second special bike I have, which is the bike that I learned how to race on. And so that's what put my career up on top. You know, it just has, that has to be my first bike and my very first bike I got. I wish to God that I could find that guy that I sold the bike to because he had to have been about six foot seven and he rode on my Sportster and he rode, rode it away after he saved me. And I said, oh God, that guy is so funny looking on that little bike. They go, is that what I look like? That's <laughs> like, here, I'm getting a fat boy. And he's on a sports journey so tall. I was like, he's tall and skinny. I was like, I said, oh, if you knew now what I, who I am. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, is that your seller's remorse story? Is that the bike you really wish you had back? I guess that was probably my bike that I really had back. I guess that would be my seller's remorse. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know yeah, I had one exactly. until now. You know, it reminds me of a, a, a Porsche convertible cabriolet I sold back when I lived in San Diego. And the guy that bought it from me was a San Diego Charger football player. And he was so big that the car had sport seats, which has big bolsters. He couldn't get down into the seat because he was just, he wasn't a fat guy. He was just a big football player. And his head stuck up above the windshield. So he had to put the top down to drive the car off. And as he drove out of my driveway, I just laughing going, I don't think that's going to last very long. That guy's not going to be very comfortable. That's kind of what I was saying when this that don't work out. That's not going to work out. Not at all. Oh, my gosh. Well, what has you excited and fired up in the new year here, Valerie, with your racing? You know, uh, we've taken a step back since the crash, and we're just we're just going to rebuild this new and great and faster machine. So we're going to go back out there and just do it again. We're going to go out there and test later this year at the Bonneville Salt Flats, and, you know, the team's all fired up, and... We're, we're going to go back out there. I'm going to ride like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the picture you sent me of you with a red bike, is that the bike we're talking about? Yes, that yeah. is. So, so describe to our listeners. Now, if listeners, if you go to the to Valerie's show notes page in the Cars Yard website, you'll see a picture of this. This is unlike any motorcycle you've ever seen. It's quite spectacular. Could you kind of describe to our listeners some of the details about this bike, the length, what's powering it, how you get into it, because it's basically like a big bullet is the way I can describe it. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a 25-foot in length streamliner motorcycle. It has three parachutes. It, it weighs about 1,600 pounds. The height is about 32 inches. The width is about 22. It's built by carbon fiber uh, frame, Monaco frame. And uh, I have three parachutes, one at the high speed, and I have a main reserve. And then I have the ultimate parachute, which will be like the oh shoot parachute. <laughs> yes. Or, or oh help me God parachute. Oh help me parachute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's also, wow. It's also, um, well, it's a 3000 CC, four uh, cylinders, and it's all built and it's by our team. Um, cool. And it's also inspired by a coho fish. So if you look at a coho salmon, I had to Google coho salmon when I first learned that this bike was built like a coho salmon because it's, it was one of the fastest fishes in the water. And on oh. land, you equal the fish that's in water to the land. And I guess the guy said, oh, it'll go 400. And Dennis Manning, 
the creator, along with John Jans and Joel Harrelson, they said, oh my gosh, that's it. That's, that's yeah. the bike. That's how we're going to do it. <laughs> the co-host salmon. Well, you know, it's interesting because, you know, I live up in the Pacific Northwest. You used to live up here as well. And so you know all about coho salmon. I mean, we have the best salmon in the world up here. Love salmon. But uh, that's a pretty interesting uh, analogy to going fast. I, you know, I know fish are fast, but, uh, you know, when you get up to those speeds, you are really fighting the resistance of the air, aren't you? Correct. Our coefficient to drag is 0.08, which is really, wow. really good. Yeah, that's incredible. Wow. Well, again, listeners, uh, check out Valerie's show notes page on the Cars Yow website. You'll see the bike we're talking about. Basically, you take the, the canopy off. It's like a fighter jet. You climb inside this thing. They Do you strap in it anyway? Are you attached Absolutely. to the inside of the bike? Uh, you are. Okay. I'm strapped in. Yeah, I have a five-prong um, strap and my legs, my arms, so my arms don't wiggle away. Uh-huh. They did tell me that. The first thing you do if you crash is to take your arms and put them towards your body um, and hold them tight uh, there. And that's really yeah. true to anything. Like if I was in a car, instead of fighting the wheel on the bike, yes. on the car, uh, take your hands away if you're in a crash. Like just take them all away because there's nothing you can do. It's like NASCAR. They'll take their hands right. and pull it away. It'll yeah. save your arms and your wrists and um, other broken damages. And that way you keep your body and that's what, exactly what I did. You know, I when I learned how to race cars in vintage racing, I raced open wheel car. And I remember instructors saying, if you're ever going to crash, you know you're going to hit something, take your hands off the steering wheel. Don't grip yeah. it because it'll break your thumbs and maybe <laughs> your wrists and maybe your arms uh, when you hit a wall because you'll never be able to hold that steering wheel uh, still. So uh, it's interesting, the same on a motorcycle, but yeah, at those speeds, I, I can't even imagine. So, oh my gosh, very, very, very cool. Well, we are very excited. Do you think you'll be back um, racing again this year, or will it be next year? Um, yes, we're going we're gonna to go to Bonneville this year, uh, late August, September, try to do some private time, uh, uh, some land speeds, and just try to get acclimated, get the team back on the track, and get everything all loosened up and tightened up. and. For me to get back in it, I'm working on myself to develop uh, so I don't have a fear for being back in there. And so I'm working on myself for that. And uh, yeah, so we're just going to use this year for a test. Hey, if we go fast and the salt is really right, then, you know, there's no stopping. We can do it. Everything was right. But if not, then what we're going to do is we're going to go back to Australia and we're going to redeem ourselves because those Australians, they loved this when we went out there. And uh, some people even stood extra days just to watch us run. And uh, it was truly an amazing greeting. Um, and the uh, Dry Lakes uh, Racers Association, they just had nothing but good things. And they were so much fun to work with. And all the people there were great. So we can't wait to go back. It's fantastic down there. I've, I've had two uh, high-speed racers on uh, bikes that have raced and set records down there, Ben Felton. And Dan Parker. Yes, uh, Qu- I, Quint- him. I, I met him when I was there last time. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you do. Very cool. Yeah. Well, listeners, if you do not listen to Ben's show, you've got to because there's something very unique about Ben setting a land speed record on a bike. He's blind. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. And of course, I've had the great Danny Thompson here on the show. I know he's in a um, more of a vehicle than a motorcycle, but uh, another land speed record. You never know, I might switch to two, four wheels. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, you know, when you get up there in your 90s and you get to be older, maybe that's the time you add add a couple of wheels. I don't know if they're going to hire me then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have no doubt you'll still be around going fast somehow, Valerie. Well, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right, 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom-patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, Thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah! podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah! website at com. Hey, Mark Green here from the Cars Yeah! podcast. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah! TV show? That's right. Cars Yeah! is now on MAV-TV. I visit some of the past Cars Yeah! guests and take you along for the ride. Go to MavTV.com to learn more where you can enjoy Cars Yeah! TV. MavTV is also available on DirecTV, FuboTV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through MavTV.com online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. All right, Valerie, uh, I have a very introspective question for you. If you woke up tomorrow and you were manifested into a motorcycle or a car or a truck, I don't know what it might be, what would Valerie be and why? I would have to say is a Bentley. A Bentley. All right. <laughs> yeah. Very nice. And Only why a Bentley? I have one. Only because I have one, but I really love the Bentley. It's sleek. It's like smooth and it's fast. And it just there. feels like I'm <laughs> one with the car. <laughs> I there you go. And that's husband how to drive it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure that goes over as well as when you tell him you want to go 400 miles an hour. So uh, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> no, it does. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm a man. I get it. I understand. So uh, wow. You know, I'm, well, I'm not very- into older bikes. I'm not into older. Uh, I like that car. It's my favorite car in the whole entire world. <laughs> Yeah, well, what's not to like with a Bentley? My goodness. All right, Valerie, we're entering the last lap, or in your case, the last run. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers, or twists of the wrists, I should say. So you ready? Okay. All right. What's the best motorcycle advice you've ever received? Well, I hate it when they say don't break the leg, because 
that doesn't that that's like a, a curse. <laughs> oh, it's a, a, a well. You think about a stage name. My wife says that every morning before she leaves, when she knows I have shows to record, she always says "break a leg." I think that's a a, a good. It's a good luck comment. The way I okay. like to like it or, or hear it. <laughs> but uh, so we'll go with that. Break a leg. Yeah, just don't do it literally. It's all figurative. Right. So yeah, absolutely. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your many successes? I would say being superstitious. So what are your superstitions before you go out and set a speed record? Well, I do the same thing over and over. I put on the same socks, the same gloves, the same pant leg of my race suit. Everything is the same. Ah, yes. Uh, It creates a comfort. You know, I've known some race car drivers. They'll only get in the car from one specific side. Yeah. When I'm talking about single seater F1 drivers, yeah, yeah, uh, same thing. Kind of like same getting on a on horse, right? On the bike, yeah. yeah. There you go. Now, uh, how about a resource? There are lots of great resources for us these days. Is there one that you would like to share that is a go-to for you? I have used Google from day one because when I didn't know what a sponsorship package was, I Googled it, and I have been living with Google all my life since I've been racing. <laughs> there you go. Yep, you can find out pretty much anything on Google. They said, hey, Valerie, you need a sponsorship package. I said, well, what's that? <laughs> Google it. <laughs> I, I've been 13 years in the banking world. I didn't know anything about, you know, a male-dominant sport. I was like, what is that? Okay, I'll look up that up. <laughs> there you go. Well, the great thing about today is we do have that access to yeah. all sorts of things. There are no more excuses for not knowing things. There's no. just so much, so much out there. If I could arrange for you to sit down and have a nice drink with anyone in the automotive or motorcycle field, racing, whatever it might be, living or deceased, who would it be? Probably Michael Schumacher. Yeah, I think a lot of us would love to sit down and talk with Mike. Uh, Yeah, uh, our wishes go out to him as he struggles back from just a crazy accident on the ski slopes. It's hard to imagine all the racing he did, and it was a rock on a ski slope that uh, created such a catastrophe for him. So our thoughts are out to him and his family. Now, how about a book? Is there a book that you've read you think our listeners would enjoy? The Royal Assassin's Indian by Anthony Hopkins. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, the movie too, but uh, great movie, great book. I mean, amazing story. I've thought about him quite a bit through this conversation. I wondered if he would come up. Uh, A guy that's just never gave up. Uh, Went out there and did some wild and crazy things. So, uh, yeah, that's great. Maybe someday we'll see a a movie about Valerie Thompson. You know, we that's a question I'll have for you. We already have one in the process coming out this that's, year. Well, that was my segue into <laughs> you talking about that, because I'd love to hear a little bit more about that and when we might expect to see it. Yes, absolutely. Well, we have a movie coming out this year. The name of it is called Rocket and Titan. And it's a it's just like a movie, um, but it's going to be better like uh, the movie, uh, The World's Fastest Indian. You know, he cool. didn't give up. We're not giving up. And that's where we are. We just have the passion. Awesome. My passion for the speed is something very few get to experience in their lifetime. And this is a movie that everybody will experience and they walk away with it and like, OMG. All right. Very cool. Can't wait for that to come out. You make sure you email me when that's available so I can share that with my listeners. And listeners, you'll find links to all these great resources Valerie has shared with us today on our Cars yeah website. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Valerie Thompson, and her page will pop right up. All right, Valerie, we're up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. 
Today, I'm going to buy you a very cool collector motorcycle or car. Doesn't matter what it is. I'm going to park it in your garage. You can keep your Bentley, though. Nice daily driver. That's fine. This needs to be something special, unique. But there's a couple rules to this game. One is, it's the only collector vehicle you can have, motorcycle, car, or truck. You have to drive it or ride it and enjoy it. No garage queens allowed here at Cars, yeah. And you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with, so you're stuck with it. So make a good decision. I would have to say uh, a Harley Davidson fat boy. Oh, okay. That's cool. What do you like about a Harley Davidson fat boy? Because that was my second bike I ever had. <laughs> and it was my bike there that I go. learned how to drive on. There you go. Bring back a little of that uh, youthful history in your life and go out there and have some fun. Nice. Well, I'll get to work. That shouldn't be too hard to find one of those. Is there a particular year that you'd like to have, or, or is it open to whatever I want to find you? It would be open to what you would like to find me. All right. I'll find something cool for you, Valerie. Fast and cool. Valerie, you've taken us on a very fast and fun ride today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. I want to thank you for sharing your journey here on Women's History Month at Cars Yeah. Would you give us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that Harley Davidson fat boy. But the best protection that any woman can have is courage. Nice. Nicely said. And again, what's the best way for our listeners to follow along with you and what you're doing? You can follow me at ValerieThompsonRacing.com, and there's many clicks to all my social media, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. All right. I'll make sure I put a link to that on our show notes page. I would encourage you to follow this very fast lady. You'll never be able to keep up, but you can try. On her website, <laughs> social media, the movie that's coming out. My goodness, this is a wonderful year for you, Valerie. A uh, wonderful year for all women in the automotive industry. And you're definitely an inspiration for, for those gals out there that want to get out and have some fun on bikes or cars or whatever it is they like to do. Again, listeners, go to Valerie's show notes page, carsyad.com, Valerie Thompson, and you'll find everything there. Valerie, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for taking me on a very fast ride. Ah, now I can get off and uh, stop worrying, but you took good care of me. I appreciate that as we hit that 350, almost 400 mile an hour mark. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you out on the salt. Sounds great. Thank you. You're welcome. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.